Hey everyone, what's up? It's ARW Raw, and we are here today with the amazing Robert Iback. What's up? Hi, Amanda. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Doing wonderful. Thanks for having me on the show today. Of course. Thanks for coming on. I know we are both very busy people, especially you being a huge producer and artist and everything that you do. It's so incredible. And for everyone listening, I'm so lucky to be interviewing him because he is a mentor of mine from the Recording Academy. Um, I'm so blessed to be part of this organization. And it's really cool. Like, I had no idea you did all this Latin stuff. And I had no idea you were a DJ until we got to talking the other day. So I would love if you could um, start us off by telling everyone what you do, how you got here, and how you ended up being Grammy nominated and doing your whole thing. Oh, well, I am. Yeah, you know, I I had um, always been interested in recording music and playing music through high school and college and, um, you know, had bands in, in high school and college. And um, it's it's funny because I actually went to college for biochemistry, which has nothing to do with music whatsoever. But um, it was one of those things where I wasn't really loving it all that much. And a friend of yeah. mine who was in the film program at Temple University, that's where I went, he, uh, he had mentioned to me that in the, the um, communications college, um, there was a music production program and it was a four-year degree and, and it was uh, encompassed, you know, it was within the broadcasting telecommunications and mass media program. So I got like a whole wide range of understanding that as well. But my focus was on um, audio production. And I, as soon as I found that out, I went to my advisor and switched my major uh, that day. And um, I never looked back as far as that that was concerned. Then I got a job, um, well, an internship and then, uh, and then started working at a studio, which turned into a job in Philadelphia and worked with some great artists there. And then the day after I graduated college, I moved out to LA and um, uh, started working at the studio I'm at now, which is called Delaro Music. And that's awesome. Yeah. And then I started um, as an intern. And then within a month, I started doing my own sessions, um, getting paid to do sessions. And eventually, within a couple years, uh, started producing. And everything just kind of evolved off of that. So um, throughout the years, I, I was... I had done some remixing work in college with a friend of mine. Um, and you know, when I uh, started seeing that was becoming very popular again, you know, um, with it was different... getting you attention. It was getting you. Was, well, was... well, the thing is like, I, I wasn't even thinking about doing it until I saw that it was very popular. And then I started doing some remixes and then eventually, yeah, you know, I started getting, you know, more, more major records and, and different stuff like that. Um, so it just kind of evolved. Get that, that that's what it takes. People probably look at you and they see your Wikipedia and they see your verified and they're like, oh, he just did this. You know, they don't see the, the come up side of it. R right, exactly. And uh, it's funny because a lot of that stuff, you know, happened because of all the hard work and because of all the, um, the records that I had done throughout the years, um, just, you know, getting 
you know, different success here and there, you know, it wasn't like, oh, all of a sudden, like, you just get all these things like verified on on social media and, and, and Wikipedia and like all this stuff. It's, it's like, it's a really hard process. And even now, you know, um, every day, like you're, you know, you're always, you know, trying, you know, working hard to try and stay um, successful and, you know, plus relevant, like that's part of it. Right. Exactly. That that's exactly right. And so I'm always learning. I'm always, you know, looking to see, okay, what's, where's the next trend going? Cause you don't want to do what the trend is now. You want to kind of look forward and see where is it going to go? Because if you, if you start working on something that's very trendy right now, well, that's by the time your record comes out, even though it's a little bit easier to release music, now now than it was even five years ago um you you might be like old news you know so um exactly so and you can't make things like i've learned that like you can't do like oh this tiktok trend it's like well then by the time it drops it's not even gonna be a trend like what yes like- exactly exactly so so it's kind of you know there's a there's definitely a lot to always learn and and, and be on top of things you know it's it's not just here you do some music and and yeah the the art is a, is a huge part of it and and a, an amazing part of it but you also have to like have a promotion brain and and uh and a marketing brain and kind of understand especially when working with an artist because if they want something to be successful you want to definitely do something that is is current and, and gonna stay current for for a little while so that they can maximize the uh um exposure and success uh, yeah potential that they'll have and there's some people who don't get that because it's like someone like me, like we were talking the other day, it's like I'm constantly making records. I'm constantly modeling because I work with Playboy. I'm constantly running this show. And it's like that's part of it, too. Like you can't just come out of the woodwork and put out a song every two years and put an album every two years. Like from what my attorney and what my team has has shown me and, and people like you is like, you know, you should always be working on something, whether it's a music video, whether it's the production of something, whether you're writing something, you should be working on something. Right, exactly. And, and you know, uh, like I mentioned like a little bit earlier, it is it is um i don't want to say easier but it's definitely more accessible to put your mu- to get more music out and a lot more music out faster now than it used to be you know there's so many places that you can distribute your music through and um get it on you know you could put upload something today in in a day or two you can have it on spotify you know and um you know, obviously, you know, to be successful, you want to have kind of a marketing plan behind it and, and different things like that. But you can definitely there's no excuses, you know, to to putting out music these days, especially when you can, you know, uh, do things so, um, you know, easily, I guess. Yeah, like easily isn't the right word. I feel like because like you're saying like it's easy, but it's not easy at the same time. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Sure it's not, it's not easy to make like, something great. But... It was like insane. Like you can't. How do you get stuff out? You know. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And um, you know, you you should always learn. Like myself, you know, it's all it's a matter of always learning, always growing. Um, not even so much with what the trends are, but also you know with details within a song you know you want to make sure that you really have all the details right and you have all the the production the way you want it and and the vocals the way you want it the songwriting is very important i think a lot of people you know there's so many people who tend to focus so much on the production that they'll let the songwriting you know um slip and then you know they're upset that their song isn't successful it's like well you know 
people want a great song, you know, they don't want a pretty good song, you know, so it's exactly it's a matter of just really, you know, um, you know, ironing out all of those details. Yeah, it's a matter of all of that. And like, also, like you said, like making it great, like, I don't put a song out until I be like, this is something I could hear on the radio. You know, you're not going to put something out until it's at that level. And obviously, you have a different standard because you work with like Republic Records and all that shit. And like, you know, all of those places, Interscope and everything. So you, you can't just like, put a song out when you want to put out it has to go through certain levels of clearance to be put out right 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 especially you know doing a remix or different things like that for sure you know you're definitely um you know working with a team that is you know holds you to the highest standard but i you know myself i hold myself to to very high standard as it is because i won't hand anything in unless i feel like it's really really good you know because i don't want to have them come back and just be like oh yeah we're gonna pass on this <laughs> you know yeah but, i'm um, the same exact way and it's like i don't have anyone holding me to any standard you know i'm just a young girl who's just like going for it and and i appreciate that you're like coming on the show and that you're giving all this advice and stuff and, and telling people you know what you're doing because it's 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 motivational to people like you see someone like me, I feel like you want to help me because you see I'm actually doing shit. Like if someone asks you for help and then you see they only put out one song, it's like, well, you're not really doing it. You know what I mean? You're not really doing much. It's like you need to be putting yourself out there and be making things. Right, right. There's that. But also, you know, you, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of people don't really know where to start, too, because it is yeah. there's a lot of noise out there. You know what I mean? And I don't mean like there's a lot of music and noise, but I mean, there's a <laughs> lot of there's a lot of, um, you know, people saying you should do it this way oh you should do it that way oh you should do it this. you know but um really what it comes down to is figuring out who you are as an artist who your what your sound is and doing what's best for that you know you don't need mm -hmm. to necessarily copy the way other people did it because a lot of people you know for years there was a, a huge thing where people would would do youtube covers because that's how justin beaver was discovered well when you have millions of people now doing youtube covers you're never going to be found in that and it's just so so saturated you need to do something that's true to who you are that really stands out you know and i think i think when it comes down to being an artist you know the all the artists that we love all the artists that we listen to that stick in our minds they are all like super individualized right so if yeah. i if i tell you like oh the beatles the beatles you, you like immediately know a bunch of beatles songs or or ariana grande or you know um coldplay or, or whomever you know um drake you know every one of those you can immediately think of one of their songs and they all have their own sound you know, so so I think that's when an artist really, truly finds who they are and 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 is true to who they are as an individual. That's when the magic really happens, you know? Yeah, that's so true. And like we have to find ourselves and be ourselves to be able to get to that level. Right, exactly. Or maybe it was never meant for you to be on that level. It was meant for you to keep doing all this stuff so you can get to the next level. You know, you never know. <laughs> right <laughs> it's crazy yeah and i feel like it's so cool that you're constantly learning you're constantly doing stuff yeah it's yeah really it, it is because the you know you want to keep you want to keep working you want to keep growing you know if you got to a point where you're just like well i know it all 
you know, it, it gets really boring at that point. You know, it, it, it's where's the excitement? I mean, I love doing this. I love waking up every day and, and being excited to go to the studio and work with new artists and work right. on new songs and and try out new things, you know. And I think that when you do get to that point where it's like, oh, I know everything already, that's when, you know, you're going to fail because you don't know. No one knows everything, you know. Yeah, and even Beyonce and people like that do experimental albums. They do different stuff. They're not trying to make the same thing over and over and over and over again. Right, exactly. That just gets exhausting and it's not um, sustainable. Mm-hmm. And for someone like me, you know, you see I do all this stuff. I do music. I'm doing modeling. I'm doing acting. I'm doing producing. I'm doing podcasting. I'm doing gaming. I'm doing makeup. I'm doing all these things. But it's like all of it kind of is interrelated because these days it all is. But back in the day, you couldn't have been doing that because it's all online. Right, right. Exactly. And I went to school for business and entertainment. So I really understand like how it's all connected. Like some people don't get that, but it is really connected. Yeah, everything is, you know, you know, like you were talking about modeling and, and, and acting. And a lot of people don't realize how much that is when you're a recording artist how much that helps because what what's what's the first thing people see well they see your promo pictures right well if you have a modeling background you can you really understand how what the best look is what's going to work here what's what's not going to work how are you going to rep you know best represent your music and then the acting look you know how many music videos are shot and even recording you know um there's a, a lot of actors that I've worked with that are also recording artists. And it's when they can pull from some of those acting chops, they definitely can get that performance out there. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's all tied together. Better than other artists who just don't know what they're doing. Right. Right. You know, and, um, and, you know, there's, there's so many things that, that really contribute to making a great product and a, and a great release and, um, and having that background that really definitely helps quite a bit. Yeah, it definitely does. And like, I definitely would love to hear from you. Like, I know there's a lot of independent artists who listen to my podcast. I would love to hear from you. How would you recommend someone like me go about getting signed? Because I've been independent to this point because I've been offered really shitty contracts. And I'm like, I want to be independent until I get a really good offer. And Okay, so the first question I, w- I would ask is, why would you want to be signed? Mm. You know, and... Um... Signed because it would give me much more resources to be able to access for my production of my music and my content. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a really good reason. Um, the only reason I'd want to be signed, I don't want to be signed so I can like be associated with some big name. Like that's not my goal. My goal is to like continue making projects. Like I've been making, continue on my path of doing all this creative stuff and making a career out of it. Well, you have to look at, you know, and a lot of this kind of goes back to what I was talking about being an individual artist and, and, you know, labels are looking for something that's really going to stand out, you know, and they want, you know, a lot of labels will look at it and and they want to see, you know, especially now they want to see that you have a very uh, solid social media presence. They want to see that you have a solid, you know, Spotify or streaming presence, you know, they, they, they're in the business of marketing, you know, Mm -hmm. and, so are, are you doing, is your music something that's marketable? Is your music something that can play on the radio? Is your music something that, that can make them money? Because if it is, then they're, they're going to be interested. Exactly. If, I have a big following and, I, and it is something that's marketable, but I have to get in that right room where they can look at it and be like, damn, yeah, this is, mar- this is the right room to, for her to be in. She needs to be in this room. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And, um, 
you know, and they could definitely like, you know, major labels could definitely help a lot with getting you more exposure and getting you out, you know, to that bigger audience like you were talking about. You know, but it's a matter of like, you know, there's so many people that say, well, my goal is to get signed. And when I ask that question, well, why do you want to be signed? Um, like, I, you know, it's like a deer in the headlights. Like, why wouldn't I want to be signed? No, it's like, that's a legitimate question because. That's like, that's an actual question. Like, if you don't have yeah. an answer like I have, which is I want to do this and that. It's like, then what? Do you just want to be signed with a label just so you can say that? That doesn't make any sense. Right, right. And, um, you know, and it, it's great. And you have to, you have to look at it as like you know, they're in it for them, you know, to, to make money and, and to protect their brand. So you also have to look at it as like, okay, you have to be realistic with yourselves as artists and look at it and say, is something that I'm doing going to stand out for that label? Is something that I'm doing going to make money, you know, for that label? And it really comes down to, to those things. Am I, am I, an artist that compete that can compete on the level of like a Demi Lovato or an Ariana Grande or, you know, a Beyonce, you know, um, right. And, and you know, or Taylor Swift, you know, and uh, a, a friend of mine who's um, who's in the recording Academy as well, had this really great um, during the, you know, one of the Grammy voting seasons a, a few years ago, he posted something that said, you know, I, I judge everything by the Taylor Swift test. And if your product isn't as good as Taylor Swift's, then you need to look at it and, 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 you know, figure out what's wrong and make it right. And it's not that he's saying, well, your music should sound exactly like Taylor Swift's. No, because every artist is different. What he's saying is the quality of the recording, the the quality of the songwriting, the the image, like all the things need to be right for it to be successful. And that's what a major label is going to look at. And honestly, if if something is just not right, they aren't going to be interested, you know. Um, and I'm not, you know, I, I can't speak for the major labels because I'm not one. Um, but that's always the advice that I like to give is that, you know, you want to have something that's really super polished, really, you know, true to who you are as an artist that really stands out so that they're looking at it like, wow, this is amazing. I need it. Not that I can help. I need it. You know, that's yeah, how you want to look at it. They can help with me. I want them to see my social media following and see how my music is and be like, damn, I could really get this girl's numbers up because I like her content and I want to blow this up and make money. Right, right, exactly. And, and you know, they're looking at you and saying, can you help us get our numbers up too, you know? Exactly, help us bring people to us. Right. And that's such a good point. And, you know, I also, um, to go back a bit, I relate to you with like switching majors in college because I started at USC with biomedical engineering. And then I came to school and I was like, the first day there was some orientation about this business cinematic arts program. And I was like, okay, what's this? And um, I met with, I met with in this meeting of people and they were like, yeah, if you want to be a big Hollywood, like entertainer, producer, writer, director, anything, you need to do this major. And it's a lot of math and it's a lot of finance, um, but it also is the creative side. So like when you get this degree, you know, you can really do everything. And I was like, oh shit, I need to be doing that. I, I really need to get in this lane. And I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I mean, I had to write this whole essay. I literally got in at the last possible day to get into this major and they only had two spots left and they accepted me. And then I just did it, business cinematic arts at USC. And it really exposed me to being able to be a musician and all these things I've done because I meet all these people, right? And they see what I can do, I see what they can do and we all help each other. And that's kind of how I got to this point in a sense. Yeah, that's amazing. 
it's it, it is amazing it's crazy right because it's like we're all in hollywood for different reasons we're all out here for different reasons and you know we're doing it right exactly exactly well congratulations on all of that <laughs> oh thank you i graduated in 2020 and yeah now i um work full-time as an artist and it's i'm really honored to be able to do that and it's it's really awesome and i also work a day job as a social media manager and brand manager for my mom's company she's a dermatologist so it's definitely a lot of work but you know i'm able to pay the bills and able to hustle and do my thing and that's what my focus is continuing to create dope stuff continuing to put out great videos for my fans continuing to model continuing to act continuing to dance just everything i'm doing um and like you said you know that's going to attract the right people like if you have this image right and you're doing a good job with it and you're doing all the things that contribute to the image and the substance of the image and do all of it it's going to take you there you just got to keep going right exactly and i'm not someone who pays for fake plays or fake followers like i'm just someone who puts myself out and then lets the lets the people have it you know Mm -hmm. and obviously i want to get good marketing like you were talking about but it's like you know that that costs so much money Right, right. And, and, you know, you touch on something really uh, interesting there with with, you know, fake fans and fake following. It really doesn't do anybody any good to to buy anything like that because you're not getting real plays. You know, you're not getting real, real interactions. And and, you know, you need that, too, when you're putting out your music, because, you, you know, your fans feed off of what you put out and and they'll let you know if if they like something or if they don't like something you know so you don't want to yeah, constantly people are saying they fuck with the direction i'm going in and they're like i love how like universal you're becoming because i started off as like a jewish rapper and it's like oh now i'm like this like general like rapper like i'm just like this person that people like and it's that's, that's what i'm more focused on trying to make things more marketable so everyone can listen everyone can relate everyone can love it you know right exactly because you start off as a specific person, right? But it's like, you're talking about being specific, like Taylor Swift being specific. Like, you are her. Like, she does these things. Like, this is why she's successful, right? But we, we have to make ourselves marketable as well. Right, right. And, and that's what it really comes down to, to be successful in the industry, you know? Mm-hmm. So true. Yeah. I mean, for me, what would you say my next steps are? Just keep going? Like, that's what everyone's been telling me. Everyone just, like, keep going and making shit. Because, like, you can't just hope to go viral. You just have to keep doing stuff and then it will go viral. Well, I think I think, you know, for yourself or for any artist, really, you know, you want to continue to keep keep evolving as an artist with all of that. You know, you want to look at at what all what the people who are successful are doing and kind of, you know, like I was talking about the Taylor Swift test and, and see, like I said, don't copy exactly what they what they're doing, but copy their system, you know, co- like look at how how are they successful? Why are they successful? What is every, you know, you look at a a picture of hers and every detail is right. You know, it it all represents exactly what that album is going to be, you know, and the same thing with the music is that you want, you know, when you put out an album or, or a single or a collection of music, you want it to have your sound, like your individual, you know, identity to it. And, and I mean, honestly, one of the, the easiest things or I guess uh, most common things that people can do is is continue building your social media following because really, you know, love it or hate it, that's where people are consuming content and music now. And, and you want to always right. continue to, to keep building that up because like you were talking about getting signed. Well, the first thing they're going to look at is your social media following. Exactly. And you see, I have like more than 25,000 followers, which I've built up organically over the years. And like, that's what they want to see. They don't want to see that you just started posting yesterday and you have 200,000 followers and 10 likes because it's fake. Right. Right. Exactly. I have real people on actual 
actual like fans interacting with me, which is crazy. No, I mean, and and that's awesome, and that's what's gonna, you know, and you know, I, I, you know, going back to Taylor again, you know, look at her; she has grown as an artist over the past, you know, uh, ten or fifteen years, but and her fan base has grown with her. You know, she's yeah. she's the people who loved her then love her now, and she's brought on new fans, and that's kind of how you want to look at it: is that I want to keep my fans, I want to I want to keep my fans happy, but also. I want to continue to grow and and to gain more fans and to to cross those those boundaries and and really evolve as an artist. Yeah, and I think it's so cool you're from the East Coast as well because I am too. And like, I know you moved here in like 2000. So what, what year did you move here? Uh, I've been here since 2004. Damn. Yeah, I moved here in 2016. So it just like it's crazy to see that like someone like you who has been here since 2004, which is like I don't know how many years, like 18 years or something. It's like that's really good. Like you, you, you've seen growth in your career. You're not one of those people who just came here and blew up and then you just like failed upwards. You know, you're like someone who actually hustled your way and you've worked really, really, really hard to get to this point that you're at and you're remixing huge songs. You're making your own stuff. Like that's like really impressive to me. Like it's hard to find people in the industry who also aren't jaded like you. Like the fact that you want to be on the show, the fact that you're like giving me advice, the fact we talked on the phone, you were like, Oh, you need to promote your Grammys for your consideration. You need to like, do this you need a network of people you need to be in this like you're really changing the industry because we need more people like you who actually believe in young artists who aren't just like "Ah, well no one helped me so fuck you that's how people are all the time no i I appreciate you saying that and you know to be to be fair i i had a lot of really amazing guidance from from different people throughout um my career as well um david longoria who um uh, i work at his you know work out of his studio he's he's been a great you know, mentor and, and friend to me and have given, has given me really amazing advice. Um, I worked in Philadelphia. I had uh, worked on a project with a producer named Swizz Beats, who um, uh, is an amazing okay. producer. And, and he gave me some amazing advice when I first uh, moved out here. And, and he said to me, you know, um, you have to essentially be a sponge. Like you, you can't bring your ego into the studio. You, you have to learn as much as you can do whatever you can, because that's, what's going to make you great is, is the, you know, the more that you can, you know, not only help people, but also, you know, refine your craft and, and realize that you're not the best person in the room, no matter who you are. And right. you're, you know, you can always grow and, and to be that sponge and to really, you know, humble yourself. And I was like, okay, that's amazing advice because, you know, that has uh, stuck with me throughout my career. Um, and, and even, even still, you know, there's, there's times when you want to try new things, you want to do different things. And, and someone might have an amazing idea who, who had never even, you know, been in a studio before. So you right. want to, like, you want to always be I see you also work on other stuff too. Like I see you're an actor and you've done like production stuff and it's like, you understand how the whole machine works. You're not just like sitting there being like, I'm so great. I'm so great. I'm this music producer. Like you see how the whole thing is put together. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily call myself an actor. I just call myself a goofball <laughs> doing <laughs> stuff. But um, but but no. And and it is it uh, it is all kind of the same system. You know, it's it's the same. You know, you know, you use the same part of your brain for for uh, you know, the creative stuff, and and then you know, you use your same part of the brain for the marketing and and you know, the logistical stuff. You know, yeah. so. It, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. You go ahead. You go ahead. You're good. Oh, no. I, what I was saying is that, you know, you have, um, 
you know, you're, you're always, you know, going back to what I was talking about in the beginning, you know, you're always learning and growing and, and ego is what will stop people from, from, you know, being successful. And, and, you know, even when somebody's successful, it'll stop people from wanting to work with you. And, and, and really, you know, what is, what are your goals? You know, your goal, you know, it might be to, to, you know, make a bunch of money and, and, and be successful at this. Well, if that's your goal, then you really want to listen to people who are successful and, and, uh, more successful than, than you. And also, um, and I mean you in like the general, like as, as artists and, and whatever, but, um, but I think, you know, you can take whatever advice people give you, you, you know, those are tools for your toolbox. You know, you, you take that and you put it in and, and your toolbox is going to be different than my toolbox because you're talking to different people. But if you're reaching the goal of, you know, I want to be successful, I want to do this for a living and, and nothing's going to stop me, then, well, that's a good start is to really, you know, uh, be, be there and, and, uh, be involved in, in the projects that you're working on and, Mm -hmm. and do, do whatever, do whatever you need to do to, to help, you know, uh, the progress of that project. Yeah. That's just how that is. And I've, I've worked really hard to get to that point and like, I'm doing it. And like, these people ain't fucking ready for my shit. Like we are doing it and we are blowing up. And like the fact Playboy wants to work with me, the fact that the recording academy wants to have me the fact that all these things are happening for me really shows me that like i am leveling up and i am ready for this stuff and i am doing this full time right exactly and and those are amazing great steps and and you know it's all going to contribute to who you are as an artist and and what you're going to become and remember like you're you know uh and like many artists like this isn't the end of the road you know and even if you have like a million seller that's not the end of the road you want to keep going you always want to keep you know, progressing and growing and, and moving forward. And, um, and a lot of people don't get that. It's like, yeah, you got to work on moving forward and you got to hustle because it's part of it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. A lot of people don't get that. It's just crazy to think about that. Like so many people don't get that, but that's, that's part of it. Right. You know, and, and it's a, it's a very large part of all of it, you know? And if everyone could get that, then everyone would just be in entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> well you know not not everybody's built for 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 everything you know we all have different talents we all have you know different uh, you know um brains and, and ability and you know i was telling that to somebody the i was talking with a friend of mine who's who's a doctor and it's like you know it's interesting because the only really you know we can get organ transplants you know we can you know if if you have a bad heart you can get a heart transplant lung transplant or or whatever but you cannot get a brain transplant you know because we're so individualized that that's the that's the thing that that really you know brings us to different you know perspectives and 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 you know where we've come from what we've done you know our our stories are all different you know we've traveled different roads and and you know when i was talking earlier about the uniqueness and the individuality of of an artist that you want to tap into because that's the beauty you know that's art right there is that who you are where you came from you know uh, your story th- you know that's what people want to know you, and um I think with the best recording artists are the ones that could really, you know, um, 
you know, br- you know, bring that across in their music. You know, you look at like an Ariana Grande, each one of her albums has a different story to it. And it has uh, a personal meaning. It's not like just a bullshit mm-hmm. thing. Oh, I'm going to go and make this story up in my house. Right, exactly. Sit there and come up with some fake shit. That's not what that is. That's her life. Right, exactly. And right. and people want to know because so many people, you know, th- she might be this major star, but she goes through things just like all of us, you know, and we all relate to different, you know, scenarios and, and different things. You know, the same thing with like a Beyonce or, or a Taylor Swift or, you know, a Coldplay or, or someone like that. You know, we all love those songs because we can really relate to them. And I think that when when artists are songwriting, that's one thing that we we always need to remember because what is music it's communication you know and are you communicating the point that you're trying to put across are people going to relate to that are people going to want to buy it you know or listen to it more than once because your job isn't as a recording artist to get yes part of your job is to get them to hear your song once but the bigger part is to get them to keep coming back you know and um, all the time mm -hmm. and and if you're really communicating your message and, and, and really relatable, then people are, you know, your fans are going to be with you for your entire career. Yeah. And, and I, I'm grateful because I have so many fans who are like that. And it's like, I only see this building upwards, you know, mm-hmm. it's really hard industry to be in. Like, like we're saying for anyone listening, it's really hard, but it's like, if you work your way up and you keep hustling on it and you keep like, putting the time in and putting the work in you're going to make it happen right exactly exactly and you know we all we all run into roadblocks throughout our careers like no matter how successful you are you're going to run into a roadblock here or there but at, but you know are you going to plow through the roadblock or right. are you going to go around the roadblock or are you going to turn back you know and i think that turn back and it's like you have to back and assess things like i was modeling for a different website called patreon and i was like dude, I want to be someone more professional. And then, you know, I found out about Playboy and their new centerfold site. And I was like, okay, like, let me apply to this. I didn't hear anything back for months and months and months, but I was very persistent and I kept emailing, emailing the back, emailing the back, keeping in touch with the, the person who's the head of it. And then boom, you know, I didn't know anyone. I didn't have any connections. I didn't get anyone to do anything for me. I did my audition just like everyone else. I submitted my materials just like everyone else. But the difference between me and those people is that I'm persistent. And I said, this is my goal and I'm going to do it. Now I have my music video permanent vacation which is going to debut on september 2nd at midnight on playboy centerfold and guess what the real fans are gonna go fucking subscribe because they respect that i'm trying to make money off my art and i'm trying to live off this art and they love my art i'm not just giving more free shit on youtube anymore you know and and people respect that no for sure And, and you know there's there's all kinds of different ways you know especially now with you know i think you know one positive thing that could have come out of you know the whole uh pandemic era that we you know we've just been out of is that there's so many more ways of putting out content and putting out music and and you know doing being interactive with your fans on uh social media and the web and and different things like that you know, it really made technology jump or, or, you know, technology that was already there, but put it in the mainstream so much faster that, that, you know, you can utilize those tools to, you know, build a very successful career, you know, whatever those tools are. And um, I, you know, I think that being able to use those to your benefit to get your music out there is, is a really smart, 
um, way to go about doing things. And, and um, you know, that's that's a really uh, giant step forward, you know, as far as, you know, getting your career going and, and being successful. That's how it is. That's just the way it works, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't get that. Right, exactly. That's just the way it works. That's just that's just the way the cookie crumbles, as they say. <laughs> right. You know, it's like that's 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 the way it is. And if you can't get you can't get with it, then you're gonna then you're not gonna be able to be a part of this industry. Right. You know, and and everybody's story is different too. Like we had talked about earlier. You know, not everybody needs to do things the same exact way. But I, I mean, I guess what I was, you know, getting at is that you know, utilize the tools that are there. You know, you were talking about as far as newer independent artists and, and how they can, you know, get noticed or, or get their music out there. There's there's a lot of tools out there now that you can really um, take advantage of and, and use for your benefit to market yourself and, you know, grow your fan base. Exactly. But yeah, it's so true. Some people just aren't going to get it. And, you know, you just got to focus on you and growing your fan base and making it happen for yourself. Right, exactly. Important. And growing your fan base. And that, that's true. Like, some people want to give up just because they didn't get, just because they didn't get one thing, you know, like, oh, I just didn't get this one thing. So, like, I'm just going to give up. Or, like, I'm not famous yet. Da, da, da. It's like, well, you're not going to be if you have that attitude. Right, you yeah. know, and... um and I think what it comes down to is, 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 is your goals, having real true goals set that, that are realistic and also attainable, you know, and, and, you know, and true. Like, and I mean, like goal, goals that are true to who you are, you know, a lot of us can say, well, my goal is to win a Grammy. Well, it's extremely difficult to win a Grammy and, and you can have that as a goal, but there's, what are your goals leading up to that? You know, yeah, what are your actual, it, you're going to be like, I want to perform a Coachella and win a Grammy. You need to be like, what are your goals leading up to that? Like, I want to be, you know, I want to, I want to put this many records out. I want to be able to, you know, work with this person. I want to be able to do this, you know? Right. And even, even before that, what are your goals today? What are you doing today to push your career forward or, or, um, what are you doing today to work on your art? You know, what are you doing today to build your fan base? What are you doing today? And all of those are really important because honestly, you know, you can be an Ariana Grande, but every single day she's, she's building her fan base every single day. She's working on the next project, whatever it is, whether it's her makeup or her, you know, her music or whatever, you know um, you know, there's, there's so many different, things that contribute to success and but really what it comes down to is when you wake up in the morning what are your goals for the day what are you going to work on you can't just sit there and dream about it because you know 30 years will pass by and you'll be like well i'm still dreaming about it you know what are you going to do today that'll that'll push your career forward you know if you're trying to build a fan base try and get in front of 10 different people. You know, there's a million different ways you can do that every day, like gain, gain 10 different people to your, you know, bring them to your music, bring them to your content, you know, whatever it is, um, you know, and no one is too big for that, you know, because we all do it every single day. We're all working to, to continue to build and grow and move forward. Exactly. That's all we can do. And I think that it's important to understand that, that we're all growing and we're all going after it because people are going to respect, I hate to say it this way, but people are going to respect artists like me a lot more 
than artists like someone who releases one song a year but they get two million plays because then they know it's a fake artist because it's like you're not putting out songs you're putting out one song a year and you're not even you're not even having a following you don't even have anyone supporting you you're just buying plays and making things to look a certain way well i mean true but you want to look at it too because not every artist that just puts out one song and gets too many plays is buying plays you know um there, not every artist there, there, talk about, some, like, yeah people who want to do people who are like oh i want to be an artist i want to be an artist and they think like just spending that money and like doing that one time is going to blow you up is what i'm trying to say well, and, and, you know, truth be told on all of that is that they'll probably get shut down, you know, if, if you're buying, if you're just buying plays and, and yeah. you know, doing a fake thing, you know, all the, all these companies are hip to that. So they're, they're going to shut you down. I do, th- I do think though, you know, what it comes down to is that, and, you know, you can put out music, you know, one or two songs a year and still be a really crazy hard worker, you know, and, and, uh, and, and really be motivated and, and focused as well. So, you know, I want to be clear about that too, is yeah. that, is that it's not all about just, well, I'm just going to put out 5 million songs and, and, you know, be, and show that I'm working hard. You, you know, you can, every, every single person's journey is different. Every single artist's journey is, is is different so um but i do get what you're saying with a lot of like you know um you know buying a bunch of instagram followers or or whatever to um show that there's a large audience there but that's not truly there um but i do i do think that you know artistry itself you know successful artists do come in all shapes and sizes as far as you know what what how much they're putting out and how many people are listening and stuff yeah like i'm not even talking about like that's not even what I'm talking about. I'm talking about more like artists who just like don't even don't even try to build a fan base. They just want to be famous to be famous. I know people, so many people like that. Yeah. It's kind of depressing to watch. Yeah. Well, you know, everyone's on their own journey, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's on their own journey and all I can do is 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 keep keep it up and keep going and it's it's really hard. It's a really hard process, but that's how it is. Mhm. Yeah, exactly. And and your path to success is not the same as as everyone else's you know you have your own individual art your own individual way of putting things out and you know you you found some different ways and some different avenues of getting like you were talking about earlier of getting your your music and your content and and everything out there that not everybody is taking advantage of and you're like okay well I, i can take advantage of this route and i could really be successful here and that's smart you know that's really you know um you're you're a step above other people and other artists by you know looking at different avenues and and taking advantage of of the you know websites and and um platforms that are there yeah i mean it's all you can do really like go after your dreams keep making dope stuff keep hustling mm-hmm. but at the end of the day you know nothing's really going to happen unless you just keep it up Mm-hmm. And how do you, how do you, it's a, I'll be the interviewer now. Uh, um, how are you, how are you making your music now? Are you tracking yourself or are you working with, at a studio or what, what is your, uh, what's your process? I'm working with um, a really great music producer who I have a work for hire deal with at this incredible studio in North Hollywood. And, you know, I go to him, I, I make the beat with him. I basically tell him what I want. We make the beat in about four hours. I go home for however many weeks, months, whatever I need to write the song. I take it then to my vocal coach, um, my incredible vocal coach, Amy Chapman, who works on The Masked Singer and who works with huge celebrities like Rihanna and the girl from Frozen and, you know, all these people. And I take it to her and she helps me tweak what I want to do. 
like performance wise. Then I go back to the studio, um, however many days, weeks, whatever later, and I record the song. And then we mix and master it, and then it's done. And then I usually work on a cover photo or using something I already have, like you said, and working on a music video and all of that and promo myself. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and it's like I was talking with you on the phone about, it's like, you know, it's so much money and so hard to get promotion. So that's why I'm more focused on just like the putting out of these things and the interacting with my fans and the the promoting myself because that's all I can really do. I'm only 24, you know, I don't have a budget of like these labels of like millions of dollars to get on a billboard in Times Square or get on the top hits on Spotify. You know, it's like, you got to just do what you can do at this point, you know? Right. And, 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 you know, truth be said, if you're, if you're getting a really strong following on Spotify and um, well, see, you're, you're getting a lot of plays, sites. that's the problem. I have a lot of listeners over many sites, but more of my thing is Instagram and TikTok and centerfold. Like that's more of where I'm getting the views. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and what where where I was going with that is that Spotify is is a, you know they're they're in the business to promote the things that are successful, you know. So so if you're getting a lot of listeners on Spotify, they will start adding you to playlists and different stuff like that. So so you know it's it's always a really good um, you know thing to understand that when when you're putting out your music, the when you get you know, you're following there and it's really popping. They will, you know, start adding you to different things and start working, you know, working it with you. So it's, it's a pretty, you know, these, these companies, you know, for the, you know, they're, they're definitely um, helpful and they reward, so to speak, in a sense, um, you know, all of them, Tidal, Napster, uh, you know, um, Apple Music, Spotify, you know, they, you know, a Deezer, what, you know, Amazon, you know, they're always, they're going to add music to their playlist that are getting a lot of play and are successful because they want people to stay on their platform and listen to music. So it's always a really good thing. So in, you know, um, like you said, even Instagram's the same way, you know, the more people who see your video, well, Instagram starts putting it in as suggested content, you know, and, um, and all of that stuff too. So, so it's definitely very valuable to constantly continue to building, build your audience and, and to, you know, be interactive with your audience and in, in different stuff like that. That's key. That's how you gotta do it. And like, mm-hmm. you know, I only have a few hundred Spotify listeners at this point because there are some months where I'll have like 50,000 and there's some months where I have like a hundred, but it's like, because I'm not paying for that promotion, you know what I mean? I'm not, like, shoving mm-hmm. out $5,000 a month for that promotion. Right, and, and, you know, too, you have to always look at it, like, you're gonna get a bump when you put out new music, you know? Exactly. That, you know, so, um, so there's, there's a lot to be said about that, too, so it's really kind of understanding all of the, you know, um, variables involved in, in, in being an artist and, in releasing music. That's so key. I fully agree. It's like you, you have to get all this stuff. You have to get all this stuff under your belt to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to keep it up and keep and keep going and, you know. Right. And the more the more you do it, the more you learn too, and, and you kind of see, you know, how trends, you know, trends within your own music and your own releases are working. You're like, oh, you do something new and, and you see it works. You're like, oh, OK, well, I can do this for the next one. That's another tool for your toolbox. And, and you know, paying attention to to all of those details is super important as well. It really is key. 
it's, it's people don't get that it's like that's important that someone like you is going around explaining this to people because a lot of people don't understand you right right and you know another good thing too is is all you know i always feel like you you had mentioned earlier about you know um you know, sharing, sharing experiences and different stuff like that. And I think that's really important. And I think it's important, you know, to constantly be building, building people up and, and, and being supportive, you know what I mean? And, and, you know, for, on my end, you know, uh, you know, being a producer and stuff, I, I can be a little bit more, you know, um, candid about different things about like, okay, well, the vocal's not right here. And, and, you know, the, these different things, um, yeah. where, but you know, whereas, you know, artist to artist, it's not always the best situation, but I, but I also, also think, you know, being super, you know, uh, you know, working within the community, you know, the community of artists and, and being super supportive and, and, you know, cheering, cheering our, our friends on is, is always a really important thing too. Yeah, because... I love cheering my friends on. Some people don't like that. They're like, I'm an artist. I'm, pro- I'm important. I'm professional. It's like, yeah, everyone else is too. <laughs> We're all doing it. Right. Know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, and, and, you know, it's sometimes it's a struggle and, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, someone's more successful than another one, but, you know, at, the more that we, continue to you know be supportive and 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 push our stuff and you know everyone's going to have their opportunity everyone's going to have their chance to to be successful and and um like i said you know all the all the tools about building your your content up and and being consistent with content and uh, you know building your fan base is super important and being engaging with your fan base you know because even you can have you know, a million real followers, if you're not engaging and you're not consistent, well, they're going to drop off, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so there's also that to, to think about. And, and when, you know, you're releasing a song, there's so many different things, you know, you, you know, you could do TikToks like you were saying, or, or Instagram reels and different things that you can do with your music that can constantly help you promote. And you have to think about all of the social media for how much, you know, we may love it or hate it. It's free promotion for us, you know, as, as artists. And it's something that th- these are tools that we can always utilize and take advantage of because those will drive your audience to your music, wherever that may be, you know, whatever streaming uh, platform you're, you're pushing, uh, you know, hopefully all of them, but um, you know, it's all, uh, um, you know, it's all super, you know 360 so to speak you know it's it all works together and um all of it yeah, keeps the does. world turning it all does and you're so right and like i appreciate that there's someone like you who sees everything i'm doing because it's all a process and like who knows what's gonna blow up first my boyfriend and my production company and our and our projects you know my music my acting my modeling you know you never know what's gonna pop off so you got to really focus on multiple things at once and like when you first moved here in 2004, I'm sure it was very different. It was like, okay, you're in TV. Okay, you're in music. Okay, you're in this. You know what I mean? That's how it used to be. Right. Now right. it's very much like you need to do everything under the sun. Yeah, well, and, and I think like having a, a clear path of how to make sure how all those things work together. You know what I mean? Because if, you, if you're doing like 40 different things and they don't relate to each other, but then, you know, you can be pulling yourself in, you know, 40 different directions, but you want to have a clear goal of like, okay, if I do all these things, they will, like, like you were talking about earlier, you know, I, ha- I do all these things because they all drive 
ultimately will drive people to where the content is and that it all works together you know these these photos work with this song and this video works with this song and and it's all a story that works together and is super consistent you know i think that that really does help quite a bit exactly and it's like you said it's not like you should become like a marine biologist and then become a astronaut and then become a musician and then become a cook and then it's like none of that makes sense but like if you're doing stuff where it's like you run this podcast, right, called Air W Raw, and you're able to interview people who are Grammy nominated, and you're able to interview people who are music producers, you're able to interview people who are like huge actors. It's like those people are in your corner now. So then when they see you have something that they like, they want to help. And then you also model for Playboy, where you shoot photos, where you promote your image and you promote yourself. And then people are like, hmm, who is this girl? I should look into her. I want to know more about her. And then you also do acting so people can see, oh, wow, this girl really like puts in the effort to her music videos. Let me look this up. Is she actually an actor? Oh, shit. She's in this and this. Wow. Okay. So she really is putting the work in. You know what I mean? It like all relates. It's not like stuff where it's like not contributing to each other. Like, right. It's like if it's something where you're you know, you're working as an accountant and then you're working as a musician. It's like, well, what, what's really your goal here? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, in, in, you know, um, <laughs> sometimes a lot of accountants are musicians. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's good to have those skills, but, um, but you're right. You know, especially when you're putting out your art, you want to definitely, you know, keep everything consistent and, and directed towards whatever project that you're promoting at that particular time. And, and you could definitely use all of those tools working together to bring, bring everybody to that ultimate goal of like that, you know, listening to or watching that project. Yeah. And I think, you know, I've, I've really consolidated my work. You know, I've dropped a lot of clients. I've moved up in my mom's business where I help her so I can make a little more there and, and cut a little less time with other things. And, you know, making music and making my projects and doing all my stuff, making my music videos, making my shoots for Playboy. All of it is intertwined because all of it is my promotion. And it's what a lot of people don't get. It's like, wow, you do all this stuff. Like, how does this make any sense? It's like, because I love all this stuff and all of it is contributing to my career. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. If you love what you do and it's adding something to your life, then keep fucking doing it. But if you're doing something and you think you're just doing it, uh, for no reason or it's 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 frustrating you it's like okay then why are you doing this like what is this what is this actually bringing to you right right exactly and and you know and there's something to be said about doing things to enjoy it as well you know there's there's a lot of people who who like to do music just for the mere fact of doing music but but like you said you know if you're really trying to make a career out of it and be successful well then you have to be super focused on on your goals and and really you know streamlined and individualized and really you know take that taylor swift test and look okay is everything i'm doing contributing to my ultimate goal of this project is is everything working together is all of it does all of it make sense does all of it you know uh is um, are my fans coming or are they leaving you know that, that you know those are yeah those is are my really following growing is what you tell us is my following growing okay well i'm not putting money into spotify or apple so let's see is spotify and apple growing even by a few listeners a month okay yes it is damn okay then it's real people listening you know what i mean you have to see you have to see for yourself you can't just do these things and be like oh it'll work out it'll work out like 
I really value you as a mentor. And I honestly would love to grab a drink with you sometime soon. Cause I think we could talk about this for hours and hours, but <laughs> you know, it's like this podcast is only an hour. There's not even enough time yeah. to go into all of this, but it, it's just, it's just so true, Robert. You're just so right. Cause it's like, there's so few people who will actually see like what they're actually trying to achieve and then putting in the time to that because you know, anyone could just stand there and say, I want my own production company. I want a modeling career. I want an acting career. I want a music career. I want to be a podcaster. I want to be viral online. You can sit there for 30 years, like you said, and dream and dream and dream and plan out the perfect content and plan out every Monday you're going to drop this and every Tuesday you're going to drop that. But if you never do it, that's never going to happen. Right, exactly. You, and you know, when I was the in first college, that's is... a bit of what happened. That's a bit of what happened. Oh, really? You know, I just, yeah, I, sorry for interrupting you. I'm no, just like, fine. so I'm so on one right now. I'm like, you really got me going because it's like, when I was in college, I was so busy doing this double major of business cinematic arts. It was business and entertainment. So I was so fucking busy every day that I'd like have lists of YouTube videos I want to make. Well, like, what's it like to go to USC? How to get into USC? You know, how to do your makeup? How to do this? How to go viral? How to do these things? Because I had a follow, a big following. Not as big as now, but I started building my following. And it was like, I had no time to do these things. And so it was like, damn, like, I need to get my degree and then do these things. And guess what? Even when COVID happened in the middle of my graduation, I couldn't even graduate because of COVID, you know, I still made it happen. I didn't make excuses for myself and say, oh, well, you know, now that school's over, now I have time. But, you know, I need to do something that's stable or I need to do something during COVID that's COVID related, whatever. Like I, I went after it. I didn't just keep telling myself, oh, I don't have time for this or that. No, you got to cut the bullshit that you don't need to do and then focus on what you want to do and what needs to get done. And a lot of people won't do that. That's more of my point with that. Right. You know, and, and, you know, there's a lot of times where, where, you know, we are our biggest enemies sometimes, you know, and yeah. if you, if you can get over that, you know, and, and realize that what's the worst that can happen, people won't listen to your music or, or, or someone will say no, it's not that bad. How many times do we have people say no to us all day long? A million, exactly. you know, so once you kind of realize when you break it down to the sim- simplicity of what it is and, and, you know, that these emotions are things that we always go through and yeah, you know, there's going to be, yes, you're going to get better, you know, yes, you know, you're going to improve. We might listen back to things we did when we were 11 or 12 years old and be like, that's terrible, of course. But at the same time, you know, we're going to grow as artists. We're going to, to, um, you know, evolve in, in just, uh, I guess that's the same thing. Um, yeah, you, you know, you're, you're going to be more successful the more that you try, the more that you put into it. And the more that you, you know, you talked about having a vocal coach. I mean, like those are, those are huge, amazing things that, that every artist needs because all of it refines your craft and that's okay. Yeah. You know, and um, like an acting coach too, or like how my boyfriend and I run our own production company, you know, we want to be married. It's different when you have someone in your life who you're going to be like married to, who your full-time focus is like, let's get this animation series off the ground. Okay, what do we need to do first? We need to publish this cartoon. Okay, well, now we need to get a lawyer to get the documents for the, you know, it's different when you when you have a partner for something or when you have a coach for something and people are like helping you along the way, but you're making it happen. Mm-hmm. Just sitting there and being like, oh man, I wish I could do this. I wish I could do that. And for everyone listening who thinks like, that's not realistic. Like not everyone is like as, you know um well off as you and robert because you guys already make money and stuff that's not true you could find people who will give you free resources you can use youtube you can you know leverage yourself to to do a collaboration with someone to get the services in exchange for something else you know there's many ways to do it Mm -hmm. right exactly you're exactly right i just hate when young artists ask me for advice and then they're like 
oh, but I don't have the money for that. Oh, but I don't have the time for that. It's like, okay, then I guess you really don't want it. You're going to spend your money going out with your friends at night, but you don't have the money for a vocal coach. Well, that's yeah. that's exactly right. I mean, I think you really you don't the have the money in quotes. Okay, you only don't have the money if you're literally a homeless person. I'm sorry, but that's true. Mm. <laughs> well, it's it's how much does what may, what matters more to you, your career or you know, partying? You know, I think I think when it comes down, to, and I'm not saying you shouldn't do whatever, but I'm just I just saying like when if it comes down to I have a hundred dollars right now, I could either put it into my career or I can drink it away. Well, you know, the smarter decision is probably putting it into your career. Yeah, or like I want to buy for for girls who are like influencers. You know, you can tell yourself, oh, but if I bought this purse, then I can promote this purse. And then maybe they'll repost me. And then maybe Ariana Grande will notice me. And then, no, get that shit out of your head. You got to focus on doing you so that you can make it happen. Don't worry about all the other bullshit people or all this bullshit influencer shit. You know, you got to go after your stuff. And I understand I'm, I'm an influencer and it's someone coming from me. You know, I don't have 2 million followers, but I have 25,000 and they're all real people. And that says something that goes to say something, you know, I'm not going out and buying things to get people to watch my videos. I'm like just doing stuff that's my life and filming it. Right. (laughs) And there's a lot of people who don't who don't get that and they're not going to get that. And that's okay because they're not cut out for it. And I just I just hope people listening to this can understand, like, you know, someone like me, I don't go out at night. I don't I don't party. You know, obviously, my boyfriend, and I, my friends and I will celebrate the wins and we'll and we'll enjoy our life and everything and live a good life. But it's like. You know, at the end of the day, you can't be on vacation all the time or be eating out every night or be, you know, going and partying if you really want to have your money for your music. And only you can know, like, what your goal is. Right. That's exactly right. And I just hate when people complain to me about that, because I'm sure you have that, too, where there's people who are like, but Robert, I don't have money to become this. It's like, yeah, but you do, though. (laughs) Well, it's, it's it's just a matter of prioritizing what's more important in your life, you know? So true. That's all it's a matter of. I mean, that's that's incredible. And I guess to end the show, I would love if you could give everyone some advice. What what advice would you give to everyone if you could, you know, tell people what 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 do people need to know? One piece of advice before you go into the music industry. Um, I think it's it's exactly what Swizz Beats had told me, and that's be a sponge. You know, go if you're take take every opportunity that's that's available to you as long as it fits within your you know um you know your vision and be a sponge learn as much as you can because all of that like you will use it later on in in your career great advice i love it well i really appreciate you coming on the show and that is i agree i'm someone who's very goal-oriented i'm all about like what does this bring bring me? What, where will this take me? And I think that we have to do that more in our life to understand what we need to do. And, you know, to, being a sponge, absorbing everything. And then because I didn't even until I interviewed an artist on my podcast. And he was like, yeah, you can just get someone to recommend you. Just get these people to recommend you. And it wasn't as simple as that. You know, I had to go network and meet people and all these things. But, you know, I made it happen for myself because that was the goal I wanted. Right. You know, sure, I'll do the Recording Academy, then never take any notes on it, never never follow up. Never... You know, you have to do something about it. If you don't do something about it, it's not going to happen. And like, like we've been saying this whole podcast, you know, it's not about putting money. Hiring like some person to promote you. It's like, you have to end the story. Right, exactly. 
like, exactly. So, like that was more of my point about the thing earlier, by the way, before we close it out about like you could be an artist who gets like one song with too many listeners. What I mean by that is there are people who are literally influencers and they just strategize doing one song ever and then it blows them up, but then they never do anything else because they just want to make one song and blow up, you know. Mm-hmm. They don't want to do anything else. And- and and you know, oft, oftentimes that you know doesn't really work. <laughs> you know, depending on what it is, because you know the song has to be great. Like uh, like we were talking about earlier, you know, all the details have to be there. All the details, and you know, I respect artists who put in the work. For someone like me, I'm someone who's listening to hear your production. I'm not listening. Talking about how many followers you have. I'm not listening to you going on and on about how famous you are. I'm list- I'm turning on the song and listening to what is and are you ready for that level? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's me. Um, I would love if you could plug yourself, please, so everyone can go follow your lovely self on social media. <sighs> Well, my um, my Twitter is at Robert Ibach, R-O-B-E-R-T-E-I-B-A-C-H. You can also find me um, on Spotify, Robert Ibach. And my Instagram is at the box. So at the underscore box or at, at T-H-E underscore B-A-C-H. And yeah, pretty much everything is is on those. Um, any streaming platform, you can just search my name, Robert Ibach or put me in Google or whatever, and you can find anything that you need to find. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm about to hit the gym and relax because that's part of that's part of being an artist is doing all the work all day and then relaxing and getting your shit done. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. Um, and I can't wait to keep in touch. I can't wait to see what you do next. And I'm hoping you got something uh, nominated this year. Well, we'll see what happens, you know, and, and likewise, you know, I'm, I'm excited to hear your new music and, um, thank you. And I and, took your advice, you know, the, the, the four year consideration, I'm going to be promoting that. And, um, I, I'm just grateful to have you in my corner, Robert, seriously. Like, I'm not, I just mean that like from me to you, like, I really respect you as an artist and I'm not one of those like young artists who's like, Oh, put me on, put me on. Like I'm someone who like is a long-term connection and I'm like, I want to see all of us succeed. I'm not one of those people who's just thirsty. I hate to see it. Hollywood, right? <laughs> well, I appreciate all your kind words. And um, like I said, you know, I, I really look forward to seeing um, how your career shapes out. So, um, yeah, thank you again um, for having me on the podcast. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for coming on and we will be in touch. All right. Sounds good. Bye.